0: Welcome back to another episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. I am super excited for this week's episode because we are a Approaching a new year 2019 is right around the corner and so on this week's episode nicole kim and i talk about goal setting and everything to do with making a game plan and strategies and finding ways that you actually achieve your goals so stay tuned to this week's episode and please give me feedback www.balancewithsam.com slash podcast or check me out on spotify balance with sam podcast all right let's tune into the episode now
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Decades of Strength podcast. My name is Nicole Garrett. I have Sam Altieri and Kim Schlag here. And today we are going to talk about goal setting and attacking 2019 to make it our best year yet. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hello. What's going on?
0: Oh, just tackling another Monday. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so are you guys ready for 2019? Are you excited? Are you dreading it? Like what's, how are you feeling?
2: Oh, definitely not dreading it for sure. Not dreading it. You know, it's so interesting. I guess I've been so busy. I haven't really contemplated that there's this like break in, you know, or that there's this new thing coming. It's just kind of like, the same to me it's just more yeah. of exciting yeah I've got a lot of good stuff going on and I'll have a lot of good stuff going on next month <laughs> so so I kind of guess that's that's where I'm at yeah
0: awesome. really I kind soon. of I kind of see like I don't know I think the new year is always a time that we're just naturally inclined to take a step back and like reevaluate things but at the same time like I don't I don't have anything, like, spectacular happening on January 1st, you know, like, or the beginning of the year, just because it's, like, yeah, it's just a continuation of what I'm doing. Because um, you're
2: already doing spectacular
0: things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <happy. laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, it's, like, I I don't, I mean, I guess if we're going to, down the, like, resolutions um, train, it's not something I necessarily make only because like if I want to do something I'm just gonna like do it then Uh, (laughs) so I don't see January as like a you know turning over a new leaf but I do see it as like almost like a forced universal uh way to just kind of stop and and look at what's to come
1: yeah I'm the same way I feel like it's just any other time for me it's not really a can you know like starting something new but I always do take reflect on the past year of like, you know, what I have accomplished, or even I also think about the tough things, like, you know, what were the tough things that happened and how I dealt with them and how I came through the other side. And I feel like it always, you know, just makes me appreciative for the year ahead, because, I, you know, I know that I can tackle anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, That's so yeah. so true.
1: Yeah, and some years are worse than others. Like sometimes I have a year where like, it just sucked like emotionally and you know I get excited for the new year and that kind of gives me like a little bit of a momentum and then some years are awesome and I'm like wow you know um, no idea what's coming for the next year so I'm kind of in that right now like who I have no idea what's coming (laughs)
0: Yeah. You know what? You know what a cool exercise is? One of my friends um, does this and I've adopted it is at the end of the year, um, taking a look at your whole year and picking out three weekends or weeks where you can really remember like being like the best three weeks or three weekends of the year for whatever reason. Maybe you got a promotion or maybe you like changed jobs or you went on a really fun trip or something and like giving the three highs of the year and then also doing it for the look um Mm. and then kind of looking at do they have a like a similar theme in common or are they totally different or like how can you either avoid the lows or lessen them next year or enhance the highs and I think that's like just kind of a cool exercise to do because it's it does take you know some thinking and some effort but it also is like kind of fun
1: like oh wow I yeah I love that idea I yeah, some people it. do that at dinner every night. I forget what they call it. We them. used to they do the, that. The pits and the peaks or something. Like, I forget what the terminology was, but I've, I've heard of people doing that at dinner, like every night with their
2: family. Mm-hmm. I used to do it with my kids at bedtime. It's been a couple of years now, but I like the idea of looking at your whole year that way rather than just your day. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I'm going to do it. Yeah, do I it. think I'm going to do it too. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll we'll have to report back I'm on here. that. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: All right, so ladies, I want to ask you, um, our topic today, I feel like it's so timely for me, so um, I'm going to give advice, but I'm actually really looking forward to your advice. So when we're talking about goal setting, and not just for resolutions or a new year or it doesn't even have to be a giant goal, it can be a small goal, like what are your like steps in, you know, picking your goal, mapping out your plan for your goal and how you feel once you achieve your goal?
2: Ooh. Um, that's, a, that's a big question. So yeah, I can go first. Okay. Um, so I really like to, you know, I know there's, there's definitely value in picking small goals, but there's also value in picking really, really big goals. And for a really big goal, I like the idea of picking the goal and then reverse engineering, like what's it going to actually take? What are the steps to get to that goal? And then using those as mini goals and having them be very actionable not having them be things like you know if somebody was talking about weight loss, I don't like the idea of setting goals like I'm going to lose a pound a week or I'm going to because you can't really affect that. Like you can't make the scale move. So I like that the goals to actually be process goals like these are the things I'm going to do, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you can be successful and you can feel successful when you know you've done them, even if the results don't seem immediate. So if your goal is, you know, I'm going to lose 25 pounds, your process goals, then there could be a lot of things, but maybe it's I'm going to log my food every day. I'm going to work out three times this week. I'm going to get 10,000 steps. And then as you hit those goals, it's very concrete. You either did it or you didn't, or did I say that twice? (laughs) You either did it or you didn't. And you can see it and that it really brings this sense of accomplishment. You can see yourself accomplishing your goals because you have complete control over whether or not you do them. It's not this thing that's like lose a pound. Well, I didn't quite get it. You can't make that happen. Mm. But then as you do your process goals, you actually achieve this
0: bigger goal. Yes. Uh, Yeah. yeah. So it's like focusing on the actions, not the outcome. Exactly. Yeah. So
2: you pick what you want to do, but then you have to find actions to get there.
0: Yeah. I think a great way to track that, this is something I I do. And I sometimes make my clients do is having a physical calendar um, and putting it on the wall and then having like tick marks or check marks Mm -hmm. for those actions so, say, like, you use, like, five different colored markers. One is for I tracked my food today. One is for I drank all this water. One is for, you know, I got my workout in, whatever. And you just check it off day to day. And then once you start to see the chain build, it will help you kind of stay, you know, stay motivated um, and psychologically, like, want to continue the chain. And then just yeah. be able to look at, like, graphically and visually at your... The, your, the, the month really and see it rather than just kind of like letting your small wins uh mm-hmm. just get overlooked because i think truthfully not. it's like all the all the little wins are really what's going to give you the the outcome it's not like this crazy one day that you have that's a big right. success it's like a simulation of all the little things yeah Absolutely.
1: i i totally agree like picking the process goals and hitting those um, just helps you build momentum. And it, it gives you a little confidence too, right? Because like Kim said, if you choose, I want to lose one pound this week and that's your goal and you don't hit it, you're going to feel bad. But if you chose, I'm going to work out three times this week and you hit it, you're going to feel good. And that might end up leading to one pound of weight loss. So you've got you've to build that confidence too. For Absolutely.
2: sure. I think that's so key you know, nobody likes to, nobody likes to feel like a loser, right? So you don't want to constantly not be hitting your goal. It's really demotivating when you, when you constantly don't reach your goal. And so picking goals that, um, that you can actually control is huge. And then like Sam, I love your, your idea with the, the, the different color markers, Sam, I think that's a great idea to, to really be able to visually see the progress you're making. I really
0: like that. Yeah, you can even use stickers. Like you can get creative. Oh, stickers! Um, I love stickers. It, yeah, same, right? Like it's, I, I was doing like a gold star sticker because I wanted to be like in fourth grade again, um, and that was when I was like first, first um, lifting weights. Like every time I would lift weights, I'd like put a little sticker on the calendar. I got so excited. It was that's like, fun. It was one of those little small satisfactions. I grew up in the 80s stickers were
2: really big back then, ladies. I don't know if it was when you were younger, but like we had like the puffy stickers and the scratch and sniff stickers and we had like books and books of those. So like, yeah, stickers. I I forgot about those.
0: So
1: (laughs) this is so, so for my kids, we have sticker charts for each of one of them. So when they do something good, they get to pick out a sticker Uh on their chart. And when they get 10, they get to pick from the prize box that we keep hidden in the garage.
0: Oh, I love that's, it! That's great. That's so adaptive. maybe we should have
1: like adult sticker charts with like, <laughs> prize boxes that have like wine and workout pants. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm saying this might be. A thing. I
0: wouldn't be <laughs> mad. This could be a <laughs> subscription based service. That's
1: what I was thinking. I was like, "You see my fast <laughs> fit fun box, but
0: I'll." See yeah, well. <laughs> that's. Funny oh my god! Go. Genius. I would just need the sticker.
1: So,
0: <laughs> and they could also that's hilarious. Be
1: adult stickers so they could be inappropriate <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you're taking this in a whole different direction oh, i kind of love start it start making it. does anybody mm. produce adult stickers i doubt
0: <laughs> it's your it's your chance to shine yeah i'm telling you I've just, I've uh, we have business
2: ideas just giving yep. nicole her new business idea yep. scrap <laughs> <Grab laughs> the old one you <laughs> nope, scrap
0: this podcast we're going on board. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god. Well sticker. speaking
0: of speaking of uh business ventures, I think that kind of uh leads me to want to talk about like scale of goals, right? Mm-hmm. Like how big they are? Like, yeah. you know, joking aside like yeah, that's pretty hilarious and it, 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 people would probably actually sign up for it. But <laughs> I think like I think it is super important to make to make your goals be something that you almost can't say out loud because they're that big. Mm -hmm. Um, But then doing exactly what Kim said is like breaking it down in a like reverse calendar. So like whatever that goal is, right? Like I want to be able to do 20 pull-ups like that's crazy. Right. But okay, sure. You can get there. And even if you only get half of that, 10 pull-ups is still still amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, working your way backwards like okay so if i want to get 20 pull-ups then i need to start adding pull-ups into my workouts like and that's just literally going back to okay how do i take a big goal that might take me a year and break it down into like seasons and then break it down into months and then break it down into weeks and then days so make and then it doesn't seem so scary like oh okay i just i need to incorporate pull-ups twice a week in my workouts and you know whatever it is and break the goal down that way I love yeah
1: I like that too
2: so how many goals are you typically working on at one time Sam
0: oh man well I think that's it's it depends um on the season um I think in the past I've tried to to have I've had too many goals at once and so then you get closer to them all but not as fast Mm -hmm. um so I've I don't know. I think that right now I'm really working on, I would say, like, two to three goals, but they aren't conflicting, Got it. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one is with nutrition, one is with strength, and one is with, like, overall aesthetic or, um, like, performance. Gotcha. And so I think in the past I've tried to simultaneously, like, for example, simultaneously build muscle and lose fat, which... Mm-hmm. As you know, that's not that optimal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you can do it. It's just going to be really, really freaking slow. So stepping back and thinking, like, oh, what are, my, what are my big things? For me right now, my big things are, like, continuing to improve my relationship with food and, like, binge eating. Mm-hmm. And then um, trying to hit that 300-pound deadlift. Amen and uh, yeah, you too. <laughs> and then um, getting my butt, growing my butt, and strengthening it.
2: Those so are my, those are great goals.
0: Yeah, yeah, those are my big three right now. That's <laughs> your big three. Nicole, yeah, what about what, you guys? What about you?
1: Um, you know what? I'm I had some goals, and now I'm reevaluating because. So my so this is my problem. I think a lot of people do this too. Is that um, I have too many goals. And so everything ends up getting sort of mediocre attention mm,
2: mm-hmm. and nothing
1: actually excels. And so um, I heard something recently that really resonated with me is that you have to just pick one goal and you just have to ferociously go after it.
2: Mm-hmm. Because if
1: all four, like think of the stove. I mean, it's just going to be harder to have, like, four goals and all four burners in the stove are going and really dim some of them and really just jack up the burner on one goal and really go for that. And so that's been something that's been resonating with me because I I kind of feel spread too thin, and I did pick one um, goal that I really thought I would hit easily or not easily, but I thought if I paid a little bit more attention to it, it would happen, and it didn't, and so now I'm reevaluating, because I just feel like there there's too much, I'm spread too thin. Does that make mm. sense? So are you, yeah.
2: comfortable, are you comfortable sharing this goal with us that you didn't hit?
1: Um, yeah, I wanted to hit a fat loss goal, and I thought, you know, um, getting my coach back and setting the goal and tracking my macros, I thought that I would just do it easily. And I didn't, um, because life and work and kids, um, and that was kind of like, I hate, I I hate the ego because that was Mm -hmm. the ego hit for me. Mm. And I try and lead This is something I pay attention to a lot. I try and lead, um, with not using my ego and this, and this really brought me back, um, to where I was a few years ago, where everything I did was sort of ego-based and not in a, I want to look so skinny and hot ego-based and that, um, just in life in general, I want to be perfect ego-based. I want to have the titles ego-based. I want to have the Mm -hmm. car, you know what I mean? So it Mm -hmm. kind of brought me back to like, I don't, it's so hard to explain. So now I'm just reevaluating and figuring out what um, I want to pick a couple of goals that are my real goals. And you know, I, I, I do want something to be health related. I want something to be re- business related. And I want something to be family related. Um, but I don't know what those are yet. Got it. And I And I, I, like I have scaled back on a bunch of stuff. Like even just business wise, I'm right now, I'm just focused so much on coaching my actual clients where I was so focused on marketing and growing. And I was like, you know what? F it. Like I just, I want to pour everything I have into my clients right now. And that's what I'm doing, and I'm you know I'm losing Instagram followers, but I'm like I don't care. My clients are seeing progress, and that is filling my cup right now.
2: Yeah, oh, that's amazing. And I I think I think that's, an, that's really important. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead, Sam. No, no, you
0: can, you can go. go. I'll I'll say it after.
2: Well, I think it, what you both said really melded well together. The idea like you can have multiple goals, but sometimes they can feel super overwhelming, like you were saying, Nicole. But I think Sam's po- uh, point was is really important that you can pick goals that are non-competing. Yeah. You know, but if we ha- but if we have too many, or we're just really busy. You know, sometimes <clears throat> just life. Sometimes, like a season of life, is just not the right time to have multiple big goals. Yeah, I picked the wrong. And I, th- and I think that's really important. That's yeah, that's you know, you've got little kids and a business and another business yeah. and <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah, and I think I think it's okay <clears throat> to step back and acknowledge that it's like you might not hit your goals and it's okay and it yeah it is a it is a stab to the ego and whatever but I think it's also to to remember like how far you might have come even if you haven't reached your goal like you've made Mm -hmm. progress on it you know it's not like you just stayed stagnant and nothing has changed Mm. and so I think just to be a little bit kinder to yourself sometimes because I know like I have a tendency to get really down on myself or just like hold myself to this impossible standard that if my clients ever were to ask me the questions i asked them i would be like yo chill out like stop being so mean to yourself you know and like i i think that we all we all hold ourselves to the standard like oh yeah i have a goal i'm gonna hit it and then what happens when you don't like do you sit and sulk and get really frustrated and mad at yourself or do you like learn from it like assess figure out why you didn't reach it and then Maybe, like, talk to someone about it because if you keep it all in your head, I think it's really easy to just feel like a failure or, you know, feel like you're not good enough or not adequate enough or, you know, whatever, not capable yeah. enough, which obviously is not true. It's just that maybe maybe the timeline you had in mind was wrong.
2: Yeah. I really like that, that point about the timeline. I think that's one of the keys to successfully reaching your goals is to And I know a lot of people when they do set goals, and I know it's a really popular tool is to set goals that have like a firm timeline so that you, I don't know, supposedly that's a, that's a good idea. For me, I don't really like it because I like just continuing to work until I get there. And for me, that's a really big, important word, until. I'm just going to keep going until. Like I thought I'd have a 300-pound deadlift by now. I ended up being injured and just stuff happened and I didn't get there. I've made huge progress, you know, I'm way, way closer now. But I don't feel like I didn't meet my goal because I'm continuing to work towards it. And so I don't put a lot of value in like an end date. And I don't like people like the clients I work with. I don't like them to like pick an end date. Like, you know, I want to lose this weight by by this event or by such and such a date. Um, I think it can be um, really demotivating and overwhelming when you see maybe the time not going. You're not on the schedule that you want to be on. I think putting ourselves on a schedule can be um more trouble than it's worth
0: yeah Yeah. because i mean at the end of the day we're not in control of it you know like we we can't control that there's not it's not within our you know capabilities as humans and so i think when we do try to control something that's not controllable it can get wicked frustrating Mm -hmm. because all you want to do is have it go the way that you want it to go and then when it doesn't like what the heck you know like i yeah I was supposed to lose three pounds by this date or I was supposed to have yeah. abs or I was supposed to whatever, like be able to do a full up by, by this date. And I can't like, what the heck? Um, and so exactly like what you said, Kim, I think it's, it's honestly thinking long-term where, you know, it is, it is a journey. It's not necessarily, you're never really going to get there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
1: agree. And Kim, I like, that's the same with my clients. Like, I never want them to have like a timeline even though I know they usually do in their head a little bit but I did the opposite of what I would do as a coach is I gave myself a strict timeline I brought myself up do you know what I mean
2: yeah yeah that makes perfect sense but it
1: happens and I'm reevaluating and I do the same thing like sometimes I'll catch myself saying the things in my head I'm like I would never say that to a friend like why the yeah. Why the f did I just say that to myself? That is so mean. Like, when, you know, I and that's what I always tell my clients too. Like, would you say that to your best friend? Like, would you say that to your daughter? And of course, the answer is always no. So it's don't say it to yourself then. But it's hard. It takes practice. Yes.
2: It does. Yeah. And we're also, I think as coaches, we're also like supremely bad at taking our own fabulous <laughs> advice. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Nicole, I'm sure you're like, I would never have a client do that, but look what I did to myself. Exactly. <laughs> but That's why we have coaches. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we have, and that's why we all have coaching.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so funny.
1: So something else so, I feel like we should talk about too, is setting goals. Um, it's sometimes I think it's easy to set a goal, but we don't actually think about the cost of the goal. And so, okay, my goal might be to lose this, you know, set amount of weight, or hit this business goal. But um, what kind of pain can I handle to get to that goal? And I think that's something that we overlook a lot. What do you guys think about that?
0: Mm, I think that's yeah. a, that's a great point. It's brilliant. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of a lot of us, myself included, didn't realize how much work it would take to be lean enough to see abs. Mm. And that's just like a visual one, just because it's, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like an easy example. Um, But I know that that was always a goal of mine. And, you know, just because they look cool. And I was like, I want abs. And I just had no freaking idea how (laughs) much dedication and precision and time and you know just time spent like tracking food not going out avoiding social situations Mm -hmm. getting enough sleep training super consistently doing like all this stuff I didn't know because no one talks about it you know like no one says all these stripes that they have to go through to Mm -hmm. get there they just put the before (laughs) and after photo up and there's no real description of how long it took to get there, the pain, the struggle, the hunger, you know, whatever it is. And I was like, oh, I got that. Like, I can do it. And then once I started getting closer to it, I was like, holy shit, this is hard. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. For that one specifically, Sam, I love the article by Precision Nutrition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, the, what cost- it the cost I'm of being lean. What lean. <laughs> yeah. the, you did, yeah. No, the cost of being lean. Yeah. And I've sent that to clients before when they expressed to me that their goal is to get a six pack. Yeah because you're right. You have no idea unless, and there are people who, um, you know, their genetics or whatever, make it easier to see, to see a six pack at a higher body fat for a lot of people. That's not the case. It's not the case for me. Yes. And it's a crap ton of work. And often what happens is they're just like, I don't know if I want to do that. Or, you know, you get far enough and you're kind of like, eh, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Yep. Like <laughs> it's, it's not good. as cracked up as we thought here. it
0: was at first.
2: Yeah. 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 And I think that's important when you set a goal to really try and figure out what is this going to take? What is this going to mean as far as what, what other things I'm going to have to give up to reach this goal? You know, what are my other priorities? Is this goal, I think that doing a lot of soul searching about a goal and figuring out like, why do I want this? Is it that important to me? Am I willing to do the things that it takes? And am I realistic about what it takes to reach whatever goal it is?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just had a very, um, I had an experience recently about goals, and I want to know if you guys have had this too, but I had a goal, um, and then I I vocalized it to some friends and some coworkers. and then someone had asked me how it was going, and in that time that we had talked last about it, I had kind of changed the goal or decided, like, I didn't really want it that bad, and I almost felt kind of, not like a failure, but just, I was like, oh, man, like, did I just, like, cop out of what i was doing because i decided i didn't want this or like you know i felt like i was being judged for not Mm. wanting something or for changing my goal and i you know i i stood by what i what i now want but i almost felt like ooh, it are they gonna judge like are they judging me right now and it was this moment of realization like wow i really do care what think <laughs> <laughs> even when you think yeah. yeah yeah like have you guys now
2: sam did this person say anything to you or was this all in your head no this is all you? in my head like
0: 100 is not
2: great but- isn't that great like the conversations that we, think- yeah. that we think the things we think people are thinking about us and really literally they're not thinking about us at all yeah
0: <laughs> so- yeah but have you guys ever had that like happen when you've ch- you've said something and then you've changed your mind it could be about anything i mean it could be about anything type of goal but like have has that ever happened to you and then yeah
2: absolutely yeah Yeah, totally and and what
0: do you do to mitigate those feelings of uh either inadequacy or just like you know just feeling like oh that was kind (laughs) of (laughs) gross
2: you know I think now I would be fine with it because I really do believe that you can change your goal whenever you want. And where you are now is not necessarily where you thought you were going to be when you set the goal eight months ago, maybe your life circumstances are different. So I think, you know, giving yourself a little bit of grace for that is really important. And so now I think I'd be okay with it. But I have absolutely struggled with that in the past, because it does make it makes me feel a little bit like, Oh, am I a failure? Like I said, I was going to do that. And now I'm saying I don't want to do it. Am I just not tough enough to do it? You know, yeah, when in reality, it's just like I was just talking about a second ago, um, it just turned out it wasn't as big of a priority as I thought. And there were other things I wanted to do more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I think it's, I think it, it all comes down to us and sort of um, if we're feeling self-conscious about it, um, especially if like you had changed your mind and then you kind of forgot you told everyone and then someone brings it back to you, it's kind of like maybe if you like you really had like an answer ready do you know what I mean like you were prepared for someone to like bring it up that you said that and you were like oh you know I changed my mind because so and so of this but it sounds like you were kind of like you forgot yeah I was like like, caught off guard yeah Yeah. you were caught off guard so I feel like if maybe you had like you know if it it had crossed your mind before that and you sort of had a prepared answer you'd feel better yeah um
0: no you're so right (laughs) yeah (laughs) but
1: I mean she I mean it's our lives we're allowed to you know change what we want to do whenever we want to do and um, it's so hard not to care about what other people think but um, whenever I do catch my someone said something to me a couple weeks ago and it totally caught me off guard Um, and it was just about my personality type which I fully 100% own um, but it still hurt my feelings and I really had to spend like a good meditation on it because I was like, where is this? They weren't being hurtful. They were laughing. It, it, you know what I mean? But it hurt yeah. me. And yeah. I woke up thinking about it the next day and I really had to meditate on it because that was me. It wasn't them. Like, so yeah. I had to figure out why was this bothering me? And, you know, is this something that I need to work on? And it clearly was. But sometimes it's not about what other people
2: are saying or thinking. It's, you know, how we're feeling. Yeah, I think it's almost always that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost always it's almost always what we think other people are thinking, and you know, it's all about what's in our head. Yeah, so true. So you know, so what do you guys think? Good, to, good idea to share your goals with others. Not a good idea to share with your goals
0: with your goals with. I others. was just gonna ask that uh. too. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me personally, I need to share my goals because I require external accountability to get anything Yeah. Done. I am so good at letting myself down (laughs) or just like telling myself I'm going to do something and then being like, yeah, I know exactly what to do. I have the game plan in front of me, but can I do it myself? Absolutely not. I need someone watching over me or knowing that I'm, you know, telling someone something. I gotta, you know, like telling even if I'm talking into my story on Instagram, I was, (laughs) I told everyone I was going to do 50 burpees every day. Have I wanted to do that? Yeah, Absolutely not. I freaking hate burpees but I've been doing it because I know I have to post it, I've you been know. watching yeah they suck I've
2: been watching and so I don't know if either of you ladies caught it but I I did this to myself last week I was I needed to get my house clean and I didn't want to yes. do it like my kitchen was yes, 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 yes and so I actually got on and said okay I'm gonna go clean my kitchen and I'm gonna I'm coming back here in an hour and I'm gonna show you guys my kitchen because I knew if I said that I would do it and sure enough my kitchen looked great I got more done in an hour than I'd gotten done in forever in my kitchen so Yeah,
0: I think accountability is huge. Oh, yeah. I think that's the reason why we don't reach our goals. Like, I really do think that that is about... Lack of accountability. Yeah, yeah. Is 90 to 95% the reason why. And also lack of
1: planning. You know, we have to have... You have to write down a plan. You have, you know what I mean? You have to have some sort of system in place. You can't just say, I'm going to do this by then. Like there has to be a system. Mm -hmm. There has to be a plan. There has to be some accountability. You know, it should be written down. You should be able to say it out loud. Like if you can't do that, then it's not even worth trying because
0: you're just going to let yourself down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, that's like, that's a great example for anyone that's like, oh, I want to make a $100,000 a year, or I want to make a million dollars a year, right? Like, if you just say that, yeah, that sounds great. But like, unless you break it down into how much you need to make a month, how much you need to make a week, how much do you need to make a day, and then how much do you need to make an hour? That's the only way you'll be able to start to actualize getting to that number, you know, just to know you got you got accounting in your background nicole yeah (laughs) like you know it's like it's like that's the only way to do it and it seems so silly like you're like oh yeah of course that's how you do it but i think with any goal whether it be a financial goal or a a physical goal or a mindset goal like you do have to break it down backwards because how will you know or else it's going to seem super abstract and if something is abstract Mm -hmm. and not concrete then you are going to feel like weird about it and not have a clear vision on how to move forward so
2: you know and thinking about where you want to go like that big goal like that's the fun part like the daydreaming about it and the planning for it and what it's going to be like but the daily like the hourly like you were talking about the actual doing that's the hard stuff and so having the plan for that and the accountability for like all right what do i actually need to do today this afternoon this hour to actually reach that big goal and having that accountability is huge. The plan and the accountability. Yeah,
1: and you have to somewhat enjoy the process too, because if you can't enjoy the process to get to a specific goal, are you really gonna actually enjoy the goal? You know what I mean? When you get there, like, is it gonna feel fulfilling if you were absolutely miserable during the whole process of it? Yeah.
2: Well, so let's talk about like weight loss because a lot of people don't enjoy a lot of that. What What do you do? in that situation because a lot of people that I work with are kind of like some people I work with end up falling in love with working out. Right. And some people, they just don't love it. They don't like it. It's not their thing, but they know they should be eating a certain way and working out. So what do you say to people who are like, okay, I want to lose weight. I want to be in shape, but I kind of hate all that stuff. Well, (laughs) I think
1: something that works for them, like for, you know what I mean? Like there's, they don't have to be in the gym. They could be taking dance lessons or finding some way to move. And I think it's all about finding out what works and being able to accept some pain because you want to you know, get yeah. to a certain goal. But then you need to be able to maintain that goal afterwards, especially for weight loss. So if they hate it up until the goal, they're 99% going to gain all that weight back. So they Plus more. Yeah. yeah, plus more. They've got to figure out. They have to like something. They have to figure out a way to enjoy it somewhat.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think there are ways to make it less painful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if it's not like, whoa, it's my favorite thing ever. Yeah. I think there are ways to make
0: it enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I think when you know that that's the case when you're doing something and it doesn't feel like exercise. I don't yeah. know how to how, how else to describe that. But, like, for me, I love lifting weights. It doesn't, yeah, it sucks, like, while you're doing it. But I genuinely enjoy it. And, like, I look forward to going to the gym. And, you know, a lot of people share that with me, but a lot of people don't, you know? And that's Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel the same way about dancing. Like, I love to dance. And when I dance, I totally lose track of time. I could dance for three hours, totally forget about the fact that I have a house, that I need to eat food and I haven't eaten in five hours. Like, about (laughs) all the things that I would be typically thinking about during my other hours, you know? Like, everything else kind of falls to the wayside. And that's when you know, like, Okay, this is what I love to do, and I think it does take some experimentation and finding out. Like, oh, maybe you know, you go through seasons of loving something. Like, I went through a season of loving boxing, and now I'm not boxing as much, but I still like it. It's just I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm onto a different thing, and it's like okay to hop from thing to thing as long as you're doing something, you know.
2: Yeah. So, like my kitchen thing the other day. Like, I hate cleaning my kitchen. I seriously hate it but I was going to do it. And so I lit my pretty scented candles. I actually have them lit right now. I have these amazing cinnamon stick and evergreen candles from Bath and Body Works. So I lit my candles and I put a book on, on audible, and it just made it bearable Mm -hmm. to clean my kitchen, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think the same can be true for losing weight. You don't have to like be like so excited about it. You know, I love to lift weights, but not everybody does, but finding ways to make it enjoyable or tolerable. Maybe you like to lift weights with a friend, or maybe it's a certain gym environment you prefer, or, you know, there's lots of things you can do to just make it more tolerable. Yeah. And I think it's important to, to, to look for those things rather than just be like, I don't like it.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah. And talk to your friends, like, about what they like to do. Because sometimes, like, for example, like, Nicole, you do CrossFit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that environment, I'm sure, is, like, a lot of fun. Like, you have the competitive edge and, like, you have your CrossFit people that do the workouts with you. And it's, like, it's a good environment. And so for you and a lot of other people, like they like that group dynamic yeah. and that might be really great for someone else. They might want to just work out by themselves. It's their, they, it's like their me time um, mm-hmm. and, and that's okay. And for someone else, like they might want to do a hybrid of the two. So I think, I think kind of like playing around with, with exploring and trying new things will help you realize what you definitely don't like and that will bring mm-hmm. you closer to what you do.
1: Yeah, and I I loved your example of the abs too like how you always wanted abs but then you realized like what it actually took to get there and you had to reevaluate. And so um you, cuz you could suffer through maybe get to the abs that you've always wanted, but then are you going to be able to maintain it forever?
0: Hell so you, no.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, so like what's even the point? <laughs> yeah, you know. It's it's, kind, it's, it's kind so true. Like, fitness competitors, you know, and they, they diet down and work out so hard and they get on that stage and, you know, their certain mm-hmm. body fat percentage and they're shredded and it's amazing. And then two weeks later, they've gained all the weight back and they're miserable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like if for diet and exercise, you've got to find something that you like. And the more you do things, like I have a friend, she's a coach now. Um, she spent her whole entire adult life not working out, uh, smoking cigarettes, drinking a lot of wine um, and then she decided to lose weight. She absolutely hated exercise. Like if you talk to her, she hates exercise. If you saw her now, she works out like almost every single day, whether she's outside walking or she's at spin class or she's strength training, she just kept doing it for so long that it became, it actually, she found the stuff that she liked and enjoyed. And so I think if you keep at something, you'll eventually like it. Just like with food. I mean, there's a lot of adults who hate vegetables, But the more you eat them, the more you're going to find ways to cook them and enjoy them in ways that you like. And you're going to get used to it. And
2: it'll just be a habit.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to put the reps in.
2: Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yeah. That's a good way of summing it up. You have to put the reps in. It's so true. How do you guys. And I think that comes back to the accountability factor. You know, having somebody there like saying like, did you put your reps in today? Yeah. Yeah. Or giving you motivation when you need it.
0: Yes. Yeah, you know? exactly.
1: Or that inspiration or just that sometimes you need to just be talked down off the ledge, like,
0: a percent percent.
1: of cookies, you know. And it's like, all right, let's take it back. And sometimes you just need
0: that. For sure. Do you guys have recommendations on how to, like, structure or set up goals? Like, I know, Nicole, you said something about, like, having a business goal of, uh, I don't know what the other two, two were, but do you guys make a goal for different parts of your life? Like, how do you break out your goals?
2: I don't have a great, I don't have a particular system. You know, I have certain areas where I definitely need to set goals in. And for some, they're just, you know, and I'm not, I, I should maybe be a better writer downer of my goals, but I feel like I just speak them so often. that they're clear. Mm -hmm. You guys have heard me say what my fitness goals are like a million times because I don't shut up about it. Um, you know, so yeah, I kind of, I just have, and I don't, I try not to have too many, like I've got very specific fitness goals and I know what they are and I just, I'm going to keep working on them. Um, you know, in business goals, I've got some right now, I feel like they're a little amorphous and I need to get them. I need to get them, um, more solid. Yeah. But I think you need some kind of system either writing them down. I think for a lot of people, that's a huge deal. Write
0: your goals down, either that or just talk about them a lot. Yeah. For me, I think I have to write them down. Like there's something about putting it on paper that just makes it way more real. Um, yeah. And I think that's the case for a lot of people. Yeah. I think uh, for me, in my own experience, at least in this past year, anything <clears throat> that I really wanted that I had written down, I accomplished. And it was almost yeah. like, okay, I put it out into the universe. You know, I'm talking about it. I'm, talking about it to all different types of people whether they understand it or they agree with it mm-hmm. or not and I'm just saying it and I'm just going to keep saying it and putting it into the universe until it freaking comes true you know yeah and yeah
2: so here's the, kind of building on what you just said Sam how important do you think it is then to like just have confidence you're going to get there because you just said you're just going to say it until it keeps coming until it comes true I think
0: that's huge. I think it's very important to have like self-belief Oh, 100%. If you mm-hmm. don't believe you're going to do something, you're not going to do it. Like, it's, it's like, down to mindset, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. it's. I think it's something that you're taught when you're younger, like, by your family, maybe, is, like, oh, you can do anything you set your mind to, like, you know? And uh, <laughs> my, I'm like, okay, shut up, mom, dad. Like, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> And now I'm like, you guys can do whatever you say you're going to do. And I'm like, who am I? Oh, God.
1: And but it's, it's Sam, true. Sam, wait till you have kids. And I And you know. find yourself repeating things that your parents said when you were a kid and you're like, <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. You like my
0: dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sure that's going to happen so much. But. You know, it's one of those things like if your head's not in the right space, then you're you're not going to be able to accomplish what you what you want to do or at least not do it without being miserable. Um, yeah. So getting your head in the right space first and working on what's going on, you know, how you talk to yourself, what's going on in your brain, how you're feeling. And then that can, you know, give you the forward momentum or the, you know, just the motivation to start. And then the habits are going to be what keeps you going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for me, like um I mentioned before, I have my business goal, my health goal and my family goal and I really feel like I'm 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 not even going to pu- I'm going to write it down, but I'm not going to put my actual goals. I'm just going to put my intentions for each one. And my focus is going to be not veering off from my intentions. So my intention for my business is this, my intention for my health is this, and my intention for my family is this. And I'm going to write down all the things that I need to do to honor those intentions and all the things that come up that steer me off those tracks. I'm just going to shut down. And that's, that's my new motto going forward.
2: What do you mean by the word intention? uh, Nicole, help me with that. So
1: intention as in like my health. So my intentions are going to be to get a certain amount of workouts in each week. My intentions are going to, I'm going to have certain intentions for how I eat and fuel my body Um, and alcohol, like I have certain things with that I have intentions on. Um, And then for my business, like just not worrying about, you know, how much money I'm making, but not worrying, but paying attention to how I'm serving my clients, um, and the feelings I get from that, and that's going to be my intention. And I think focusing on those, the, the goals will just come out. Do you know what I mean? And like not getting off track on that because I can get off, tra- I get distracted by shiny objects very easily. So,
2: <laughs> and so is intention Is intention then a word to you that means similar to goals, it's just a word you prefer or does it have a different definition to you? It's, I think
1: it's one in the same, but I'm not putting a specific, like a goal, a goal usually has like, you know, there's a specific thing you want to hit and I don't have any specific goals right now. You know what I mean? Like for my business before I used to have a specific goal for my businesses. Um, And usually that had a revenue goal. Um, And I'm not going to have that anymore. Um, And so my goals are still there. They're pretty much my intentions. But I want it to be feelings versus necessarily specific outcomes. And I think it takes the pressure off of me and then also helps me get into the feeling that I want to have from all three of these aspects in my life. Got it. If that makes sense.
2: I've never thought of it in that way before, the idea of intention. So it's not really – I guess that's not, like, a word that I've kind of thought a ton about. How about you, Sam? Um, so,
0: I think – well, for me, I try to focus <clears throat> on, like, the feeling of how I want to feel at the end. You know, like, thinking about how rewarding it's going to be to achieve whatever I want to achieve – will help me stay kind of on track. Um, I have to write stuff down, like I said, uh, because it just, it gives, it gives me more grounding and it like makes it more real as soon as I put that pen to paper. Um, but the, the belief in myself and then having a coach or having someone in my life to tell me that they also believe in me is like incredibly powerful um yeah I know that like you know we were all at that New York uh seminar and I remember Jordan telling me I forget exactly what he said to me but he said something that just like really stuck with me um once we left and I sent him a message recently and I was like I just want to say you didn't even know like he, he was like a it was like a simple sentence something like you know, you're going to, you're going to crush this. Like I can just tell like your personality or something, something like that. And just hearing or listening to him say that to me, I was like, holy shit. Like I, maybe I can, you know, where I had so much self-doubt about actually moving forward. And I think having someone else tell you that they believe in you is so huge and so empowering to helping you move forward and to actually achieving whatever you set out to achieve, you know, just 100% just like giving you that reassurance and that affirmation. Like, yeah, I am strong enough to do this. I am capable enough to do this. Like if someone else in the world can do it, I can freaking do it. You know? Yeah. I I
2: do think that it's so important have surrounding yourself with people who believe in you and your goals and um, who actively support you in achieving them. I think it's huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Your, your environment is going to, have a huge impact on you know reaching your goals so if your goal is you know weight loss fat loss and you come home and there's tons of you know food that's not going to fit your new lifestyle and that's there's people in your life who are not eating to fit your new lifestyle it's going to be so hard to keep up with what you wanted to do so you have to change your environment
2: hmm. What do you think people should do if that's the situation they're in? Because I bet there are people there right now who are going to be listening to this and they're thinking like, this is what I want to do. I want to get healthy. I want to lose weight. But that's kind of not, that's not the environment I find myself in right now. Maybe they're with other people who, you know, overeat and eat the stuff that they are not going to want to be eating. What do you think people should do? Yeah, I actually have a podcast
1: coming up on this because this is something I've been talking to a lot of my clients about, um, that their, um, spouse, partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, um, just eat whatever they want. There's no focus on healthy foods. They don't work out. And so they really struggle with that, um, And so I'm going to do a longer podcast on that, but one of the things I always tell them is just try and do the best that you can. Um, And you've, this is where prepping comes in huge. So if you have someone that's cooking the dinner and their dinners aren't necessarily going to fit your goal right now, um, you've got to have things in the house that you can quickly cook so that you can have some of what they're making, but not all of it. And then you have, you know, the steam, fresh, bag of veggies ready, or you have that, you know, those, you know, those salad bags, you can open up and just toss together. Um, You've Mm -hmm. got to sort of, you know, go above and beyond to make sure that you prep. And there's going to be some planning there. And usually it takes a while. But usually if you start doing something, um, and you start seeing results and change, that can spill over to other people because now they're seeing you do something and they're thinking, well, if they can do it, then maybe I can do it. And so I always tell them to have a little faith because maybe now you're setting the stage for them to make some changes in their life.
0: Yeah, that's big. I think like leading by example, you know, it's like not it's it's maybe maybe having that conversation with those people and saying not, um, not looking at them like to attack them, but just, just saying like, Hey, you know, like I have a a health goal of whatever, like of X, I'm trying to eat veggies with every meal. And um, like, I understand if you don't want to do that, but I just hope that you would support me in this goal and phrasing it like that. Like, not that you're going to inconvenience them or you're going to ruin their diet, but just putting it out there in, in the frame or like, you know, just around the intention of health. Because no one's going to not want you to, you know, reach or get closer to being healthy. That's kind of, fu- you know, fucked up. <laughs> so, yeah, like, frame it like that. Like, I just want you to support me in my health. And I think that um, it would be really hard for someone to be like, well, no, I don't want you to be healthy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, you know, I think it's super important, just what you just said, to ask for other people's support in a non-judgmental way and in a very specific way, the way that what you just, you know, the conversation you just, just, um, suggested there, I think is really important. I definitely have clients do that with their significant others. I have one right now who's talking to her husband about, you know, the, the certain types of junk food they keep in the house and how, how it's making it difficult for her and kind of having a conversation about what they could do differently that he would find comfortable, um. And saying, you know, if you still want these foods, could we put them somewhere else because they're like right in her kitchen and it's too hard for her. Yeah. And I'm excited to see uh, what he says. You know, I don't think people typically want their significant other or you know their friends or whatever to fail, but I think watching other people change when we're not ready is hard for people. Yeah.
1: It's it's when oh you, yeah yeah, it is. And they and and they might try and sabotage you even though they really aren't mindful of it. Like sometimes the comments our friends and family can make when we're Giving certain things up in our life to reach goals are hurtful, and it makes the question yeah. you know, because now all of a sudden you feel like an outsider, and no one likes to feel like an outsider, we all want to feel like we 're a part of something, so it can be really tough
0: yeah yeah that 's very, very true. I think the not feeling alone is it always just comes back to that you know um, no one wants to feel alone, so having yeah. having someone. Even if you re- if even if you realize like maybe you know you're out there listening and you only have one person that really gets it, you know that really like is on the same page as you like wants the same things, then spend more time with that person. Talk more about yeah. those goals with that person because it's going to make you feel more normal. It's going to make you feel like you are on the right path. It's going to make you feel good about yourself, and that's really what you want is the good vibes uh, in order to yeah. help you propel forward. Actively
1: seeking that out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean you have got to change your environment. You've got to write things down. So what are our like what are our top action steps that we can sort of list out right now so that everyone listening can, you know, get their pad of paper and write these down so that they can get going. Who will we say
2: the first- All right, should, we, should we each give a couple? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So mine is pick your big goal and work your way backwards, coming up with daily action goals that are gonna get you there.
0: All right. <laughs> Um, I think that you got to tell people, um, you got to tell yourself and you have to create the, like you said, the intention and the mindset to get you there.
1: Okay. So for mine, I would say, again, pick your goal and then, um, list out all the sacrifices that you need to make in order to reach those goals. And if you're still willing, if you're willing to do those, um, then it's definitely a goal that you should go ahead with. Um, And if it is, then I would say write it down. Um, And like Sam said, and maybe if you don't want to write it down, maybe you want to tell people. And then I think you need to, you know, write out your whole plan and then you need to work on changing your environment um, to support that goal so that you don't be off track.
0: Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah. Um, And then, oh, one more thing too, is um, finding a way to track and measure your progress on the goal
1: yeah
0: yeah um, because if you don't see that you've made any progress it's not really going to be too motivating to keep going
2: yeah so yeah. whether
0: yeah yeah whether that be someone else monitoring your progress whether that be that silly calendar with stickers yeah. um Adult whether stickers. it be yeah like you know whether whatever that is um and giving yourself little like rewards along the way like and you know if it's a weight loss goal Not having the reward be food because that's not in your best interest, but having the (laughs) reward be like, I'm going to get myself a new pair of pants or like, I'm going to go to this concert I've been wanting to go to, like, whatever it is, you know, like bringing you happiness in another way Um, and and rewarding yourself because all those little wins like we talked about, that's really what will – all those daily actions, those little wins, those are going to be what adds up cumulatively and gives you the outcome eventually, you know?
2: Can I add one more too? Yes focusing on talking to yourself kindly about these things mm-hmm. and not beating yourself up with your goals. So looking, if you, you know, if your goal is to track your food every day for the month and you've tracked it for 27 days, focusing on those 27 days that you did it, not the three that you did. not Yeah. That's a good one.
0: Yes. I love it. Cool. So what's your, um, what is your guys's biggest goal for 2019 like uh that the one that you like want like if you could only pick one what would it be
2: 300 pound deadlift
0: yeah that's your big one it's happening it's happening
2: uh what? how about you guys i don't know <laughs> i really
1: don't um
2: sam you go you come up with your goal narrow that down you've got
0: 30 (laughs) seconds so um, I actually like I'm really excited so I think I told you guys I'm going to Costa Rica at the end of this month and I'm really excited to go because it's going to be the time where I spend a lot of time thinking and reflecting and making my goals Um, but I think the biggest one for me is to do with business uh, and really just like Growing my reach and um, increasing the ways that I can help people um, in the online space. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have a uh, a numerical thing, or I don't have anything like that yet. Uh, but I want to start making a big long term goal to work backwards from because I know that having that concrete uh, goal at the end of the year is going to help me make a game plan like I know for me I had this year I was like I want to get to 10,000 followers I want to be able to help 10,000 people uh by the end of December and that really helped me kick my ass into gear um, and I've surpassed that, which I didn't think I would, but, um, I thought you would <laughs> well, I told you, you, well, would. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, see, and like, you're one of the reasons why I, I believed in myself enough to do it for sure. Like, um, but yeah, I, so I don't know what that is yet, but it is definitely something business oriented and just starting to network more with other, other people. Nice. Cool. Yeah.
2: All right, Nicole. You've had like a
0: solid minute. Yeah, I now. literally just had <laughs> <for> a minute.
2: <laughs> my, so my
1: goal is probably to slow down and get more focused. So instead of being spread too thin, too thin, doing all of the things, I I just want to do a few things and do them all really well. Because right now, I feel Ooh, like, I, love I do a lot of things, um, and people are always like, "How do you do it all?" and um, but i do them all mediocre i feel like and so mm. i want to do a few things really well
0: that's, that's i i actually want to jump on board with that goal as well <laughs> <laughs> as a that's general fantastic. as a general thing i think we all kind of could take you know value in that i think we all try to do too yeah. much and
1: and Definitely. and my podcast in this podcast is one of those things that i want to be able to do really well that you know, I feel like has been slacking lately, for, not on this one, but on my personal one. So that's that's a good example of something that I really care about, but I'm spread too thin to really give it everything it deserves. I guess yeah. be a good example.
0: Love it. Cool. All right, All right. Well, I am so looking forward to seeing everyone's 2019s. It's going to be... It's going to be a great year. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys think, one last question, do you guys think that every year that happens is the best year yet? Or uh, do you have like years <laughs> that you've looked back like, that was the best year?
2: Um, You know, sometimes because of just personal situations, yeah. like, you know, bad, tragic things happen. And I'm kind of like, wow, well, glad that year's over. <laughs> but typically every year. Otherwise, every year has been a pretty good one. Yeah. You know, I do feel like that, like, because you you have goals and you're excited and let's go. But, you know, barring unforeseen circumstances, this is going to be a great year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, you know what? Before I had kids, I feel like I had so many years of, I was like, thank God that year's over. That was the worst. Um, but I think having my little ones, like I just get excited for their year, too two and, you know, and all the things that they accomplished and that they're doing and they're growing. And so that to me is, you know, thank God I have kids.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Adorable. You're a good mom. Here's
1: my yeah. mom moment. <laughs> oh, I like it.
0: And, uh, <laughs> I like be it. on the lookout for
1: adult stickers.
0: Yep. And, <laughs> and that's and the wine that's club. That's how we're
1: ending the program. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't
0: know what I'm going
1: to call this. This
2: amazing sassy
0: club. stickers. I like it. Yeah. They'll, they'll be ready
2: for uh, Christmas 2019. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's yeah.
0: the goal. <laughs> There's you go coming to an inbox <laughs> near you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Take care, hey. ladies. Yes. Awesome. Talk to you guys soon. Okay. okay. Bye. 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 Alrighty, that wraps up another episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and for taking the time to listen. I really, really hope this episode helped you gain some clarity on how to set goals, how to set intentions, and ways that you can actually keep yourself accountable and in the right mindset and on track to achieving the goals in the long term. Thank you so much to Kim and Nicole also for taking time on the podcast. And we really hope that you enjoy. Please let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or check out my website www.balancewithsam.com and give me some feedback there. Alrighty guys, looking forward to catching you next week.